0: That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
1: This podcast is a proud member of the Fan Hub 100. Football without fans is nothing, so we've partnered with Fan Hub to put fans first. Search Fan Hub app to play your part in the
3: journey. The 1865 Match Report. Hello and welcome to the 1865 Forest Rumble. Uh, yesterday, Forest went away to St Andrews for the second time this season and played Birmingham City. And let's be honest, it was one of the worst performances we could have wished to see. With Forest getting out of jail with a penalty deep, deep, deep into stoppage time, which left the Blues manager Lee Bowyer absolutely fuming. I'll leave you to make up your own mind before we hear from a Birmingham City fan, let's go over to Tom Newton with his views on the match. Fierce made the relatively short journey to the
2: West Business this evening to play a resurgent Lee Bowie's Birmingham City. Fierce made two changes from the defeat to Huddersfield at the weekend in which Anthony Knockhart was dropped in favour of Luke Freeman and Lyle Taylor come in for Lewis Graben. Um, Basically, in the first half, not a lot happened. it was very much stop-start. Birmingham players going down, injured, and the game never really got going. It was a really hard uh, one to watch. Um, and it wasn't until the 42nd minute where Forrest actually hit the ball from a Ryan Yates header. Um, half-time come, and basically there was hardly any positives to bring out of the first half. It was a really tepid affair. Uh, second half, um, you was hoping that Forrest be a bit resurgent coming into... Um, to make amends for a relatively poor first half. But on 48 minutes, poor marking from Forrest, which has been the uh, story of our season so far in terms of set pieces, etc. And Mark Roberts found himself in acres of space to head on the far post. Um, Forrest, again, re- very rarely got going. Um, a lot of poor play all over the field, um, poor passes, poor control, uh, set pieces were awful. um a real distinct lack of creativity, which has been uh, a massive worry for us this season, and hence why we don't score enough goals. Uh, and um, not a lot happened um, in on terms of a well, in terms of a Forest um, perspective. But uh, Bruce Samba made a number of saves, and it could have been um, three nil um, before Forest uh, even got a sniff at Neil Lafurgey's goal. Then uh, fortuitously um, on. 98 minutes, the referee um, gave us a penalty following a challenge on Scott McKenna as Forrest we were um, looking to attack um, the Birmingham goal in which um, it was a very rare sight this evening because Neil Leverage basically had one of the easiest games. And uh, the referee for just, um gave Forrest a penalty in which they didn't deserve um, one bit because um, all over the field there was distinct lack of quality and uh, Lewis Groban steps up to score the penalty in which he missed the penalty last year in the uh, fixture against Birmingham so uh, to be honest um, the game was pretty much an awful one to watch and not a lot of quality and and, uh, I think for the football club the players and the manager and and obviously the fans um, summer can't come soon enough where we can uh, hopefully have a a bit of a a turnaround and hopefully improve for next season but uh, no Tonight was an absolute awful game um, to watch and um, you nobody will want to watch the highlights of this game in a hurry.
3: Thank you to Tom. And this morning we spoke to a Birmingham fan. Hi there. Who are you and where are you from? Hey, my name's
1: Matthew Elliott and I'm from the We Are Birmingham podcast.
3: Thank you for joining us, Matthew. Uh, let's start with the controversy. Forest late equaliser, which came from the penalty spot in the 97th minute. How aggrieved do you actually feel by that?
1: Well, I've watched that penalty back a few times this morning. In real time, I didn't think it was a penalty. Today, I'm still not sure. It looked very much a 50-50 ball. So, you know, <sighs> Uh Am I? Am I aggrieved? Maybe, maybe slightly. I think we were probably the better team. Um, it's uh, it's sickening to uh, to drop those other two points so late in the game uh, because I thought for probably throughout the game we, we looked pretty comfortable.
3: And nothing really happened in the first half apart from Ryan Yates hitting the bar. Now he never scores headers from six yards, as far as fans have learnt this season. In the second half, you took an early lead, and you should have scored more. Bearing in mind that Forest have got a decent defensive record, we surprised how easy it was to make the Reds look so vulnerable. Um, I'm not sure.
1: I'm surprised how easy it was to make make you guys look vulnerable. Um, we, since Bowyer's come in, we've been um, pretty direct and purposeful in terms of just trying to get the ball into the box it's kind of a needs must thing for him I think it's not necessarily how I think he'll see us um, playing going forward but in terms of um, just trying to create more chances and get the ball into dangerous areas I think we've done that to a few teams already since he's come in whereas under Karanka you know we didn't really do that to to any any opposition at all um i do feel like we probably should have scored more uh, we had numerous chances we probably could have been
3: 2 or 3 nil up before we got into into that injury time and i don't think that many forest fans would argue that we didn't deserve much from the match but when 7 minutes of stoppage time were announced it did seem as though the reds finally woke up um maybe because you hadn't put us to bed at that point did you fear the worst at that stage
1: you know, it's funny, um, when that seven minutes of stoppage time came up, I kind of scratched my head because it should have been around that in the first half. And I think, um, or maybe even more in the first half, and, and we didn't get it. I didn't fear the worst, to be honest. I thought we'd looked pretty comfortable throughout bar one or two moments. Um, I thought our defence had dealt with uh, your threat pretty well. Um but the referee all night, I don't know what you guys thought of it, but the referee all night made some very weird decisions uh, for both sides, I thought, all night. I think we probably got a penalty or two, potentially. Um, it's very, very strange, um, just some of his decision-making. And uh, it, it's funny, a few of our fans have been saying that, one way or another, this referee is going to make a decision that decides the game. And you know what? They were right. Um We probably should have uh, drawn against uh, Rotherham at the weekend. We probably should have beaten you guys. So four points in those two games, can't complain too much.
3: Yeah, I mean, that's something that we've had at various points as well. So we got a point against Brentford when we didn't really expect to. But then on the other hand, we then uh, lost against Huddersfield. So it swings and roundabouts and also with refereeing decisions usually you'd say it swings and roundabouts but let's be honest the standard of refereeing hasn't been great the only thing I would say because it's the only one that I've really watched back properly is that the penalty decision the ref had no hesitation in giving that penalty and the replays showed that he was right far more than it looked in real time anyway uh finally for now Matthew both teams have had really awful seasons, haven't they? So what are your hopes and expectations for both of our clubs next year? kind
1: of have a soft spot for Chris after his uh, season with Blues. So um, I would like to see you guys do do well to a point, as long as it doesn't mean taking, taking six points off us to, throughout the season. Uh, I, I'm I'm pretty confident that Chris Uddin will turn you guys around and you'll be up there in the playoffs next season. To be honest, I think as long as you get some of the players that he he needs, he wants, uh, gets, uh, he's a pretty pragmatic manager. If he can get you into a system where you're effective, I think think you guys will do pretty well. With regards to us, um, we are an absolute circus. So, you know. First and foremost, let's just get things right on the pitch. to stay up, which looks like we're going to do now, thanks to boya. Let's just consolidate. This is what we should have been doing this season. We didn't, No one expected us to be pushing for, for promotion or anything like that. It's really just a case of just making sure that we're settled in the league again and we're not fighting relegation like we have done for the past three or four seasons, maybe even more. Try not to think about it too much, to be honest. Um, But there's a lot going on uh, behind the scenes with the ownership and the the CEO of the club. Uh, A lot of that needs needs sorted because as as long as Bowyer does well or can do well with the club and and tries to take a sword in the pitch, it really only papers over the cracks and it'll only be a matter of time before somebody shoots themselves in the foot and it has a knock-on effect with... The, the manager and the players. So there's a lot that needs to change at our club. Uh, but first and foremost, we just need to consolidate in the league.
3: Yeah. And as I've said, and we've said on our podcast many, many times before, not least when Fawaz Al-Hassawi was running the club, to a certain extent, it doesn't really matter what you do on the pitch, because if the club's being run like a circus, then you're going to be in trouble at some point that, you know, it's it's a house of cards and it only takes a little bit for the whole thing to come crashing down. Uh, the the match last night left Forest in 18th position, but on the magical 50-point mark. I don't know if that's really magical anymore. I don't know. Uh, Birmingham are still, as you'd imagine, one point behind us. They're on 49 in 19th position. So we've slipped down in terms of league positions again. Um, hopefully for both teams, then that puts the relegation issue to bed. Rotherham obviously have their two, three games in hand, but with matches running out, that could well be for a saving grace in a season that we'd all rather forget. So thank you to Matthew and thank you to Tom and thank you for listening.
0: Sports Social Podcast Network